Cool 97 Radio Singles live on the nation's coolest cool 97 FM tonight, stopping 90 days to a better you. We're going to pause for a while before moving over to Trevor E. Smith, who is, as you know, it's he is a cool family and he is with us every third Thursday of the month. We're going to be taking time out to uh, speak to two gentlemen, uh, Mr. Rainer Allen and Mr. Andrew Harris of Andwar International. And why I am doing so. It's because we're talking about 90 days to a better you and we're talking about goals and aspirations and things and events that help to help individuals achieve their goals and aspirations. And so uh, let me start with uh, uh, Mr. Rayner. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me here today. And uh, Mr. Harris. Yes, thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here too. Thank you. Thank both of you for, for being here with me so that we can chit-chat quickly about um, Adwar International and what you have planned for this weekend. It will be happening at um, the Courtly Auditorium. Auditorium. Two days, yes. 20 women. Well, we're actually down to 17, 17. right now. 17. Yes. Tell us about that event. All right. So basically, the Andwar International pageant is like, I want to call it the mother of pageantry, in a sense, because it has so many children. So the Andwar International group that mm-hmm. we head actually has acquired the franchises for five international pageants. So we have Miss Grand, Miss Intercontinental, Miss Globe, Miss Global, and Miss International. Yes. Right. Yeah. So um, we are using this um, this event to crown five young ladies out of the seventeen, and those will go on to represent international re- represent Jamaica internationally. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a question for you. With the whole pandemic um, that has been happening for almost three years, what impact has it had on on, on, on international pageant? And um, what does it mean for this these set of young ladies who will be crowned over the weekend? Okay, so that's a very good question. As you know, <laughs> we've had Miss Tony Singh who was um, Miss Jamaica, well, Miss World for like three years <laughs> in a mm-hmm. row. So we know that Miss World had uh, it. It had impacted Miss World. Um, it impacted two of our competitions because we sent two delegates away last year. Miss Monique Thomas went to Miss Grand, and Miss Shanique Tom. Tom sorry, Miss Mo- sorry Shanique Thompson went to Miss Intercontinental in Egypt. Now. Um, Miss Grand, we had a very tight window to get her prepared because Grand wanted to host two competitions last year to be to, to make up for the fact that they didn't have a competition in 2020. So they had Miss Grand 2020 and Miss Grand 2021 last year. Mm-hmm. When we selected Monique to go over, we basically had like a month or two to work with her. The beauty is that she had pageant experience because she's she was coming fresh off Miss Universe Jamaica, so she what she had training and we just needed to kind of fine tune certain things and just groom her a bit more 
to represent at Miss Grand. Um, but I, th- I'm tr- I don't remember if we had too much of an issue with Miss Intercontinental at the time for Shanique. Um, I guess the only thing we had to really worry about was the travel. That was probably the biggest headache. Um, so because of COVID now, you know, the visa application process was completely stalled. So we had to find, like, routes. We had to jump through hoops to get her into Egypt. There were so many snags. You know, the poor girl <laughs> was in the air for so long, and she was exhausted by the time she got there. So the pandemic did, in fact, affect pageantry overall. And, you know, but we're hopeful that, you know, since we've gotten our feet wet a bit more, we can, you know, circumvent some of these things that we had to deal with in the past. So you're down to 17 um, young ladies uh, that, and they spanned from the 14 parishes um, of Jamaica. Am I correct? What can those young ladies and what can we expect to happen um, over the weekend? Okay, so the pageant is divided into three basic sections. There's the introductory section, where the young women have an opportunity to introduce themselves to the audience and to the world. The second section is a, is a, a measurement of their beauty, right? So we look at their physique and their bodies in the swimwear competition, and we look at their poise and grace in the evening wear competition. Then the third section is a measure of their intellectual capacity. And to do that, what we do, we've established three tests for them. We have a section that's called Words Matter. And in that section, what we do is we give them, they're able to select a word from a group of words that we've mm-hmm. identified, and they have to tell us why that word matters. Oh, okay. yes. Then the next section, what they do is they have a QA, and a um, some predefined questions that are geared for this pageantry, pageant kind of period. And um, they'll select a question, and they have to 40 seconds to respond to the question, whatever the question is. And then the last bit of it is we give them uh, a topic. The topic is patriotism and why patriotism matters to Jamaica. And they have to deliver a speech, a 60-second speech, to answer that question. 60 seconds is such a short time, though. Um, the, the, the ladies are going to be trembling um, in their heels, <laughs> I must say. So that's a challenge. Um, how did the ladies hear about this um, pageant? How did you do that promotion? We did a lot of social media promotion. We spent a lot of money on social media ads and such. And trust me, I tell you, the response was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. We got a lot more people than we initially thought we would. So, um, you know, there's power in social media marketing. Right. So, you know, we did some sponsored posts and, you know, like people just kept DMing us, um, finding out how can I apply? Can I apply if if I have children? What's the age limit? There were so many interesting questions that caused us to say, hmm, didn't think about this, but, you know, we, we should probably think about it and see how best we can accommodate. And that's one of the beauties of the things I like about the pageant because we have tried to be as inclusive as possible. So, you know, we have certain standards of beauty mm-hmm. as deemed by society. We have kind of tried to step out of that box and 
you know, give everybody a fair shot. So when you talk about giving everybody a fair shot, do you have a, a particular age range, say from 18 upwards, and uh, w- the women that qualify for these, they should not be married or sh- and they should not have um, any children? Th- that is the criteria. All right. Well, not necessarily. I think we, we, uh, we're, we're going from 18 to about 32. 32. Mm-hmm. So that's a good range. Mm-hmm. And as it relates to um, entrants who have had children, mm. we're, we've, we've given them an opportunity to enter as well. Because when we found out that a lot of ladies who were interested were already mothers, mm-hmm. we started to do some research into which pageants could facilitate them. them. And we decided to take on a franchise that actually would offer them this opportunity. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, because I don't think that being a mother should, um, stop, should stop. And we've always right. been on so, that. So, so that's good. I, I, I applaud you for that. Um, what does a woman who enter um, this pattern has to gain um, monetarily or otherwise? So... Um, in terms of the the prizes that we offer, really, is that is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we offer all expense paid travel for the young woman. We also provide her with a, a wardrobe of of clothing that she's able to use while she's away. Um, so those are the basic monetary prizes we offer mm-hmm. to them. Um, we provide them with all kinds of training. We provide them with medical care. We provide them with dental care. Uh, all of the things that get them ready and prepared to go represent Jamaica in the most positive way is what we provide for them. And they have to pay nothing. All that they're responsible to do is to manage their bodies and to manage their minds. That's all they have to do. Okay, so this weekend, tell me. So this weekend, we want you to come out to the Andwar International Pageant this is our first staging. You'll get to see 17 beautiful, lovely young women from various walks of life represent themselves as best as possible in a bid to become the queen in whichever um, pageant it is that she's eventually selected for. Uh, they will come out and represent and entertain you as best as they possibly can. And this event starts at 6. It's at the Courtly Auditorium. Gates, the doors are open at 5. So we'll have a couple... We'll have some refreshments there for you. There's soup, there's rum punch, um, and, you know, entertainment, like we said. Okay, so what I'm going to ask you to do, because, uh, you know, I, I know you, you're both handsome, but oh, I would... I, I know, I know that, but <laughs> ah. Dre and I would love to meet... Um, the five young ladies five yes when you do crown them i mm-hmm. would love to meet them and have a sit down with them we would be talk about their goals and aspiration and i'm most interesting in the one who will probably be a mother if anyone um is in the contest in okay and that. happens to be one of the winners or even so i mean you could still bring on one of the, the mothers as well just yes to get into her mind to see yes you know, what's the yes i am i'm very curious yeah. about that because one of the things that i admire about pageantry and i've found that, that that's the running theme is that a lot of girls even if they're not entering to win they're entering it to boost their own confidence mm-hmm. like, it really helps them 
and the training exercises that they get, the value of the, the, the pageant the, the pageant experience is phenomenal. So a lot of the times from the outside looking in, you look at pageantry and say, Oh, it's superficial, it's all about, you know, the girls going um in swimsuits and them you look at them and parade them all over the place. It's it's it, there's a lot, and there's that a lot goes of work into it. it. I, I can attest to that. that. I have been around the Yes, yes, I I did my share back (laughs) in the days, and I'm very thankful um, that I did. Um, Poise, elegance, conducting, grace, um, speaking, walking, Mm -hmm. those sort of things. Mm -hmm. So I know the value of. I know the value of. So I want to thank you so much. Thank you for having us. And as promised, you will return. Definitely. On a Thursday night. Definitely. <laughs> with those lovely young ladies will so do. that I can chit chat to them. And then one of the things is also that we'll have a Queen Supreme. So this girl who is the, the top performing girl mm-hmm. will be crowned as the Queen Supreme. Okay. So she'll definitely be here as well. Great. Uh, Mr. Andrew Harris and uh, Rainer Allen, thank you so much for stopping by and chit chatting with me. Thank you. Um, let us see what happens over the weekend if I can pass and through and sneak peek. You are welcome to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Love <laughs> to see you there. I know, I know. Um, it's 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 a pleasure um, having you and continue to do what you're doing. And seventeen beautiful young ladies will be better off for entering the contest. I know that for a fact. And that is what we're promoting. Growth, growth, and more growth. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, remember we talked about 90 days to a better you. And of course, you can choose the route that you take to be a better you. And of course, if a pageant is one of them, why not? Uh, do that. And so we have online with us Trevor E. Smith. Trevor? Still here. <laughs> How are you? Doing well and doing well. All righty. All righty. So uh, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Had to kind of drop that in to ensure that I promote something that is worth promoting for our youngsters or women um, in this country. So let us move into what we have in store uh, for the rest of the talk segment. As tonight we're going to be looking at 90 days to a better you. Uh, So let's begin Trevor. Okay. All right. So I'm not sure if there's anybody listening who has a game plan to be worse off next year or the year after. Or they have a five-year plan where they want to lower the standard of living or do something that would let them be worse off. So we all have some vision. We want things to improve. We want to be in a better place. So I want to have that discourse this evening, uh, tonight, for persons who are serious. Uh, you know, we all have this vision, we have this idea. Yeah, we want to improve, but are we doing anything about it? Are we just expect that by magic something is going to happen? 
So this conversation is for people who are serious mm-hmm. because it is going to require um, some intent. Right? And so we don't want to start by saying do not enter the process without a clear why. Why is it that I want to have a better me? What is it? Why? Why is it important that I improve? I'm, I'm spending time on this why because the whole of the process actually revolves around the why. If you don't have a solid why, it's going to falter. It's going to be like one of those New Year's resolutions that just you just say it for saying it's sick because you're supposed to do it. The why is important. You need to find something critically important. Something that if you don't do it, you're really going to feel terrible or there are going to be some serious consequences. That's, that's where I'm going at. I really need for you to think why. Why do I want to improve? What is it? That's not so right about my life. No. But I need to sort out. So, I hope, you know, um, I'm going to strongly suggest that you get some device, either pad, pen and paper, uh, maybe some people are skillful, they can use a telephone. Um, or you could actually um, use some other device, computer, you know, an Excel sheet would be good. So I'm just saying, get serious, because this, this is important information that we want to share. All right, so the why. Let me talk a little bit about the why as well. Um, there are two aspects of the why. One of them could be, I just want to be better. You know, it'd be nice if I could speak another language. It'd mm-hmm. be nice if I could um, be kinder to people. It'd be nice and could be nice. That's one side. There's another side where there is something that's painful let's um, say that every time you come in by the way good evening Jay nice <laughs> <day>. <laughs> uh, every time you you come into the office you say something that's set off Jay you just say oh my gosh Anna why are you doing this because you really want to have a peaceful relationship but you just you don't know what it is as you come into the office to the, to the studio, you find something to say because I can't say. So that is like the kind of thing I'm talking about. So you and your mother, um, or your husband, or your whatever, there is something that keeps coming up that really makes you feel bad. You know, some behavior or some thought. You could have some recurring thought in your mind that you wonder why I don't want to feel like this. Uh, you know, I don't want to be in this place. So those are the more compelling ones. When there's something 
it's like a, a thorn in your flesh, as Paul would say. If you have thorns in your flesh, yeah, think about that. And just let us look and see if you can get rid of those in the 90 days. So, the why. Right? Unfortunately, we can't stop. I'm just waiting for you to do this. So I'm asking you to take some notes. We're going to do it after we finish here today. But think of something in your life that you're not happy with. Something that is disappointing, frustrating, painful, all of those negative emotions. But they keep coming up and you have them. Some bad habits, maybe, mm-hmm. that you have. Mm-hmm. You keep doing something that every time you do it, you feel ashamed. You feel terrible. You feel, oh my gosh, I'm gone back on this road again. That's what it is. That if you get rid of it, you will be better off. Make any sense, mm-hmm. Uncle Jerry? Yes, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So we're gearing up. <laughs> All right. So let me let me talk about. We're going into some neuroscience, but I don't want to confuse anybody. Keep so, Trevor, here. before we go into that, let me just take the break right now. Yes. Um, okay. We're going to take the first break inside uh, Singles Live Talk segment on the Nation Schoolist. Don't touch that now. We'll be right back. Cool 97.7 Radio. Singles Live on the Nation School at Go 97 FM. Tonight's topic, 90 Days to a Better You. And, of course, we have with us Trevor E. Smith. If you're joining us on the World Wide Web, thank you ever so much. For those persons who are listening via the good old radio, thank you as always. So, Trevor started out by saying that we should ask ourselves why. Why are we doing this? What do we have to gain? How is it beneficial to us? Whatever the why is. And then we're going to move into, we started off looking at how we can rewire the brain. So, Trevor, let's move into that. Okay, right. <clears throat> All right, so, yeah, we're looking at full um, re- reworking, renewal of the mind, mm-hmm. transformation. That's what we're looking at. So, let's talk a little bit about what we mean by rewiring our brain. It, it comes down to neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity. So we can actually go to Google if you want. But the bottom line, what it is saying is that contrary to old views, that once you pass a certain age, you know, um, that's it. <laughs> hard to learn anything, hard to change. But physically, your brain continues uh, to be changed. Physically. Uh, um, I want to use an example. I always find that it's easier for people to understand it. Think about a complex, right? Uh, set of houses. And in the middle is a, is a green area. Right? So there's a nice lawn, you know, well-kept, etc. But people who live on one side of the complex need to get 
transportation on the other side. You know, nice concrete walkways where you could actually go around. But, um, you know, people are so <laughs> running a little late. I come out of my apartment and I say, you know, yeah, let me just cut across. So that first day, you know, I kind of move across looking, making sure that I don't step in any puddles or whatever. So I, I pay attention. Um, but after the third day, the, of course, the grass started to, you know, um, show, the, show the, the way around here. And of course, we know that after a while, it's just dirt. So basically, if you look at that scenario, that basically is what is happening to our brains, is that we do an action and there's a physical change in the mind. We do it again, start to have a greater imprint. And if we continue doing that, that's what we call a habit. But the habit is actually imprinted in your brain as what is called a neural pathway. So, um, like the first day when I decided to walk across, I, you know, I might not have decided exactly how the path, but as the grass wears down, I can actually be walking across um, using the cell phone um, without even have to looking down because mm. the path is already clear. That's what happens with the brain. Is that's why the habits are there, and that's why when we say Dre, don't do that, man. We can't stop. It's not so easy because. The path is clear, you know? So that's what we have to understand, is that every time we do something, even now today, right now you're listening to me, some changes are taking place because the brain is, what they say, is malleable, which means that it is easily influenced, trained, or controlled, yes? So, so that's the importance of trying to do the right thing at the right time, in the right way, and for the right reasons. Because all our actions have implications. And if we continue the same actions, it's going to create a neural pathway, which, which means that this action will almost become like muscle memory because we don't think about um, I don't know if you do which shoes to put on first or some of these decisions that we make we just don't think about it but they are decisions same thing will happen with our minds mm -hmm. so that's where habits are so really and truly our task in this 90 days is to allow the green grass to grow back by not walking across <laughs> that area <year. laughs> and to create a path that we really want. No, and this is very serious, you know, you realize um, that we have, I don't know how old people are, whatever it is, but it could be 20, 30 years, or uh, whatever, 15 years, 
of creating this path is not easy. So it has you have to be focused. You have to avoid going back over the action. Because every time you walk back across that line, you, you, you know, you're postponing the process for it to be, grow back and become flush and green. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. One other analogy. <laughs> um, it relates to CDs. How the CD works is that you have this laser, laser that pits, you know, you know, put holes if you want in the, in the, in the disc. And basically when you put it in and it spins, wherever it hits, it's going to play what is embedded there. The disc cannot play something that is not on it. There's no way. There's no way you can take up a Mali thing and hear Frank Sinatra singing. So, what we are doing um, when we do actions is that we're creating our lifetime CD, if you want. And the, whatever it is that you have embedded there is likely to come up. You know, when you have actions, when you put it into play, it's going to play what is there. It makes no sense for me to sit down and say, you know, you know, I'm going to really do this. I'm where I am. I'm serious about this. But we have taken no action to replace some of the things that we have put on our CD. It's a serious job. We have to rewrite. That's why they have these rewrite CD. You have to rewrite the CD for it to start to play the things that you want to come out of your life. So when we're talking about a better you, spending time on this, because sometimes we tell ourselves all sorts of lies. Yeah, we're going to do this, but we don't. What is critical is for us to understand the magnitude of the task. But if we can get rid of the pain or achieve some of the things that we aspire to have in our lives, then we have a better chance. All right, I think Mm -hmm. we have set the table. (laughs) Let's go forward. All right, so what is the 90-day process? The first one is to have some clarity and Mm -hmm. purpose. What is it that... I want. Why am I here? It's mm-hmm. a big question. What is a vision? What do I aspire to have? What are my goals? Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. The second step would be then to start to have thoughts and behaviors that are aligned to these goals and the missions and the aspirations. So, for example, if one of my aspirations is to get a college degree, then staying in school, trying to get past certain exams by doing some homework would be aligned. Yes. Not doing any homework mm-hmm. and not studying, just deciding to play video games all the time. When we're moving me away 
from one of my goals. So that's basically the process. You have the vision, and every time you look at your goals and your visions and your aspirations, aspirations, you can actually see whether then this action that I'm um, portraying, this this thought that I'm entertaining, is it aligned to my goals? That's a powerful way to go about this, by the way. Yeah. So you can test at every point in time whether what I'm thinking now or what I'm doing now is in keeping with where I want to go. Hope this is making some sense. Dre? We're As listening. Usual, help me. Bring me back online, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 nothing yet. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. <laughs> fine so far. Good so far. Uh, okay. All right. The third one, I'm not sure we're going to get there tonight because this is a serious process, is then to detect and remove things that are not in a, not alignment with your um, goals. With your goals. Hmm. Yeah. As you said, Trevor, that one is not an easy one, you know. We can always um, come up with our goals and visions and purpose. Um we can, you know, identify the thoughts um, and we can kind of align it and in terms of our behavior. But when it comes to detect and, 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 and move or remove um, those misaligned thoughts and actions, it's, it, that's, that's for, 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 for a lot of us, that's a, that's a very difficult task. Huge. Yes, Huge. yes. And Lisa? Why, why, why it is so difficult is that again we have got used to it. Someone, I don't know which it was, one of the gurus that I was in one of their sessions, I think maybe Tony Robbins, I don't know, that was saying that there is a, a payoff that the reason why we have habits is that we get some benefit from it. You know, and so. That's the problem, is that is why we keep doing it. There is some payoff for it. And sometimes I was, you know, was asking the question, no, but what about people that have bad habits, you know, that they even get upset with themselves? Why are they still doing it? And the answer came that sometimes it's related to getting attention. Getting attention. Yeah? And so so I do this bad thing that is not healthy for me in any way. I, I don't even seemingly enjoy it. But the argument is that there's a payoff in that in somebody will come. My, my mother will pay attention to me. It is even to punish me. Sound crazy, right? <laughs> but I get the attention that I need. So I, I do something bad. Um, people could not understand why I would want to do it because I'm going to get some serious punishment. But I keep doing it. And it could be that in my mind that needs to be renewed, um, I'm making attention. So when we think about habits, again, understand that we might have to dig to find out what is the payoff. Why am I really doing this thing that I think that I 
really don't want to do because I detest it or I know it's not right. But somehow I keep doing it. What is the payoff? If you can find the payoff, uh, then you can try to replace it with a more healthy playoff. And, and and just to add to what you're saying, Trevor, when we talk about the playoff, it does not uh, have payoff, to I'm sorry. <laughs> right, the payoff. It does not have to be something that is 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 is, is tangible. Um, for example, it can be something that you know, the payoff it in your mind it soothes your emotional pain. For example, if somebody has a bad habit of maybe excessive um, alcohol consumption, in your mind, the payoff is that it numbs the pain that you're suffering from for whatever reason. The same thing um, for persons who probably um, smoke excessively and they said, oh, um, the reason why I smoke, I smoke excessively or I smoke become, it, it soothes me when we get anxious. And so the payoff in your mind, that mind that we, we spoke about earlier, is that the payoff for you is that youth believe that it soothes you and so those are some of um, the things that we're talking about when we say payoff. So it doesn't really necessarily have to mean that somebody is or you're gaining something that is tangible or something that you can use back. Yes, there are moments like that, but also um, the emotional payoff in your mind that you think um, you are gaining from doing some of these not so good things. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that, that clarification is important. So we're looking at benefits. Mm-hmm. What, uh, when we say payoff, we're talking about benefits. Benefits of uh, doing. Some, yeah, some satisfaction mm-hmm. yeah, um, that we get from it. And, and the reason I was mentioning the other one now, where it is actually negative, where you're actually getting punishment, mm-hmm. somebody would say, how can it be? Um, but uh, let's say it could be that that's one way to get attention mm-hmm. and because I crave attention and I'm not getting it uh, I, I do these bad things yes so so that's part of it so, so, so some people that who injure themselves you know cut themselves or do some kind of negative thing like that you would say how could you do that well somebody comes and, and gives me gives me the attention that I am missing so all right, step one, I'm suggesting that as you go into the journey, anchor the whole process with faith. I was listening to something up to today, um, and, and the advocation was, was at, they were suggesting strongly that you anchor your actions in spirituality, they call it. Mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference if one it gives you confidence and also if things don't work the way there is some kind of a consolation you'll feel okay fine this wasn't to be but I'm continuing in my faith so I'm not suggesting that you invest a sound spiritual grounding in this process yeah and if you want to look at some passages from the scriptures that support this and you know, have Romans Proverbs 16 and verse 3 commit to the Lord all you do and he will establish your plans 
that's a good idea to actually um, think about the spiritual realm in which we live and scriptures also talk about it and it says that we must recognize our humanity mm-hmm. and that really and truly we contend in with powers and spiritualities yeah one of my favorites is that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Absolutely. if you're going to go through this process. So you have to anchor in your spirituality and in your faith because if you dwell on your mental capacity and the fact that the renewal of the mind, it, it, it takes at least 90 days and there are days when you're going to feel like you can't do it on your own and that is why it is important, as Trevor says, to anchor in faith. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that there are spiritual forces mm-hmm. that are anti-God, anti-everything. <clears throat> that's where that's where the temptations came in. That that's you know that's where, um, as we say, there's a roaring lion <laughs> trying to do, seeking to the world. Mm-hmm. So the whole bottom line is, it's not just yourself. It's not just human beings that you're contending with. That is why you will find that. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But somewhere or another, there is a, a persistent temptation that put you in a position where you find that it has been done. So, ourselves, we can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Let's also have spiritual powers fight against spiritual powers. So let's bring God into the picture and anchor what it is you're doing in Him. Perseverance. Perseverance. This is not an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now you have your vision clear. You have done the work. <clears throat> you have your vision. You have some kind of a clarity as to what it is that you want to do. We're going to help you with that in a, in a minute. But you have to persist. You have to do what it is that you want to do. And critically, stop doing the things you don't want to do. Walk around on the concrete. Stop. Cut across the lawn. That's it. <laughs> this is, it, it sounds simple, but it's not so easy. Right? Um, <clears throat> but I have some encouragement. We have somebody like a Colonel Saunders, you know. We've seen this the man, everybody go down, you know, by his Kentucky you now. That was not easy road for him. He used to be a firefighter, sell insurance, and it was about in his 40s, he started. Um, he had a gas station, service station, and served some chicken, and he started to work on it, work on it. It over nine years, it took him to perfect the, the spices that you enjoy now. So, just take your time it's when you you know you know when you read the scriptures of Paul mercy beaten you know shipwrecked all sorts of things so the journey might not be easy but at the end of the day if you stick with it you will get somewhere you're going to be better let's, let's just look at that way alright <clears throat> but there's a reality check we're saying don't underestimate the magnitude of the task 
because the transformation, which is what it is, you know, um, if you let us say if you take over a house, and you never like how it was set up, you want to transform. Just think about that, that, that the magnitude of that kind of task. Where you have to have a vision and then work at it, work at it. It's not going to happen maybe the first day. They just talk about a garden, mm-hmm. you know. You want to grow some plant, you want to weed out this, you want to do. That's basically what it is. But man just have that vision of this beautiful garden at the end. Yes. So, it might rub off the fingers, um, pulling up weeds. <clears throat> but at the end, you're going to get something nice. And as we are saying here, it's a total remake. It's not a stinkering now. Change a little piece here, change a little piece there. Going full sun. All right, let's move on. So, we're going to start the 90-day process by looking at your vision, your mission, and some kind of a strategy for you to get there. And so, <clears throat> we want to make sure that we understand it, the direction in which we have to go and what is our destination. Believe me, if you have a compass and you have clarity as to where you want to go, you can point the compass there. And as long as you follow you know, the path that is indicated by the compass, you will eventually get there. And that's what we say. Make sure that we understand where we're going and have clarity as to the direction. Something that... He said the vision, the mission, and what else? Dre's asking um, the vision, the mission, and what else did you say, Trevor? Strategy. And strategy. Um, something that um, I want you to kind of not overlook, um, Trevor, is that um, in order for us to sometime achieve the vision, the mission, and to get to the aspirational um, side of things is something that um, we need, is to seek support of respected colleagues and mentors or coach. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't want us to overlook that. It's sometimes, because most of the time, most of the time, it, we can't do it on our own most of the time it's 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 a rare occasion that you can achieve um your goals and your aspirations on your own i and and it's and it's very and when i tell us it's a it's a it's a minute amount of individuals that can do that because i know that i could not have without support and mentorship so one, so that the first thing um, we have to bear in mind in terms of how the renewal of the mind is also is that I can ask for help. I don't need to or I cannot do this on my own. And it is okay to acknowledge that. Because sometimes the reason why we trample across the green grass is because maybe we have um, a lot of bags 
baggage to carry right and um, because we don't want to take the long route because we have so much baggage we're wear down and we're tired but we need some help and so that we have to we have to put that in our mindset that it is okay to ask for help well, and you will understand how important when you do understand that's why you raise it yes yes <laughs> yes i had to i had to we no, couldn't move on without it. me raising that absolutely so so there are some examples that we can look at um, fitness exercise right let us say you haven't been so this is a new thing to you the chances of your being consistent in terms of whatever it is, whether you're going to walk around your block, walk around your house, run, whatever it is that you decide you're going to do, it's highly unlikely that you will continue on your own. Mm -hmm. What you want is that you have to meet somebody and they call you and one morning, oh man, you want to sleep early. No, but the person waiting. Uh, and so that's an example of what you're talking about right the other piece is it is the accountability as well that you have to have a accountability partner that you respect you don't want somebody that when you just said why do you know i really feel like it you know andrea said man i understand brother so them things are you know bless it man no matter what maybe next week you start again that's not who you want you want to come to on and this have a turnover again. I'm saying, no, sir. Me, 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 no. You can't go to Ann, whatever. I'm saying, you get to go to your bedroom. No, me, me can't deal with it. Because sometimes she doesn't say anything. She doesn't give me a look. <laughs> Don't. They was keep, keep, keep on keeping on. <laughs> So, so that's that's what you really want. You really want somebody. So I, I, I'm glad that you raised this up as a, as a key point because you need the accountability and you need the support. Even talk about your example of, the, of walking across the land. Yeah, if you have the heavy bag and somebody come and say, let me help you, man. Come and, and carry along. Yeah. Or they see you walking across and them clap and say, hey, Trevor, stop. Don't take another step. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Load me up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. All right, so, Trevor. Another break is up on us. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. Cool 97. Radio. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM. And tonight we're looking at 90 days to a better you. Trevor? Right here. Yes, let's go. All right. When I just suggest, maybe people are joining us late, that they have some device, some means of taking some notes, because we're at a critical point here. So we want to look at this process of a better you over 90 days. And one of the things that we want to suggest is that you work out clarity in terms of vision, mission, and some strategy to get there. A key part is to give serious thought to why am I here? We want to get to your overarching purpose. What, what, what is the meaning of life? What is my role? 
what do I really want? Why really am I even here? Right? So those are some thoughts that you should really um, ruminate, you know, think about it seriously um, and, and document as much as possible. But I want to also give you a simple process. Right? So you're going to prepare four lists of things that you want to see manifest in your life. Let me go back over that. You want to four different lists, right? Anything. If you want to buy a new shoe, put it down. You know, if you want to get a degree, you want to get married, you want to have children, whatever it is that comes to your mind, when I do it. But the four is four different lists. So you're going to create a list for 12 months. The next 12 months, that's one list. And then you want to create a list for three to five years. What are some of the things you want manifested in your life? Then five to ten years, the third list. And the final list is ten plus years. Why do we have four different lists? Because many times we are focused on the short term. And sometimes the actions that we take in the short term actually um, frustrate our long-term goals. So what we need to do is to have these four lists so that we can have an alignment. Not only do we want to achieve things in the short and medium term, but we also want to have um, our long-term goals. You don't want to be in your rocking chair in your 70s, 80s and rule the fact that you made some decisions all these years ago that frustrated what it is that you need right now. So you need to have that picture across all of these time frames. Make sense? Four different lists. And why they're doing the first set you're just going to just put on anything that comes in your mind. Yeah? So, my suggestion is that you have a device, as you say, or you have the four different lists right there before you, so that as you brainstorming, if something comes, you say, yeah, man, you know, I'd like to travel the world when I'm in my 60s, 70s, whatever. Uh, so you put that in there, right? So you're just putting down stuff in the four list. And then here comes the work. You know. <laughs> After you finish the brainstorming, and I'm suggesting that you do this over some period of time, maybe a week, uh, you would then want to sit down and pull out the three most compelling items from each of the lists. So you're going to take up your 12-month list, and you're going to go through it, narrow it down until you come up with three things that stand out to say yeah this is it these are the important ones most important ones and you do the same thing three to five years five to ten and ten plus years so do the math you're going to end up with 12 items across this year through ten plus years from now and that is your life-changing 
dosen. Yes. <laughs> if you have those 12 things constantly before you, constantly in your consciousness, it's going to make a difference. Because every action, every thought that runs counter to that is moving you away from where you want to go. And every thought that's aligned is going to carry you to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I hope this is clear. It is clear. We're going to do brainstorm with four different sheets, four different lists. <clears throat> and then you're going to pull out three things from each list. Each list. So you're going to come up with 12 things. Mm-hmm. And those 12 things should define who you want to be. And it should be practical. It should be behaviors. It should be surgery things that are manifest. So that should set you up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we want you to write them down, whether on your device or on a piece of paper, because that's what a lot of us fail to do. We have these vision and ideas in our head, but we don't put them down on paper or we don't put them on something that we can go back and oh I wrote this down or look at it on a daily basis or a monthly basis and say you know I wrote this uh, six weeks ago this is where I'm at now so you just can't depend on on, on, on brain power to remember these things but when you can actually um, physically take up a piece of paper or scroll through one of your device and look at what you wrote down it, 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 it also helps you um, to, to gauge and to move forward um, when you have seen even if it's baby steps that you took two or three weeks ago or a month or so ago so it's important that you write it down and it is also um, in writing and making these lists whether we want to believe it or not it starts the process and it for some persons you'll realize that it becomes um, from time to time um, therapeutic and it's, 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 it's a way of putting what it is that you're thinking and feeling and hoping that's the word that I want to use and hoping for on a piece of paper and um, when you see it on the paper you know that it, it is it is a possibility and a reality my strong suggestion <clears throat> is that when you get the 12 mm-hmm. you put them in, a, in your phone somewhere mm-hmm. right? um, I have a, I use my computer and I have my 12 um, before me, as I, I plan my days, but I have it at the top of that, and so that I always, basically every day, uh, you're looking at it to see what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important to not just have it out there, but mm-hmm. to reinforce it in your yeah. mind. And yeah. um, I'm suggest other things like when you're going to bed. Um, you reflect on one mm-hmm. or more of them as to how that could be manifested. See yourself. Let us say one of the things you have is to have this, um, you know, beach house, house on the beach. <laughs> to see yourself in there. In there. You know, swimming, in your, swimming in your infinity pool, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, you have a you have a photography room with all the equipment that you need, don't? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Don't and a wine cooler too and some nice snacks. Don't. No, yeah, that, that's that's where we want to go. So that remember, you know, we bring you right in a CD if you want to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Because, so you, have yeah. to re- you have to replace what is there with mm-hmm. what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> one of the other things that we do is we are looking at. Just say you want to do weight loss. Normally, there are no other things you have to do with it. You know, you have to exercise, you have to change your diet, all sorts of other things. And it's the same thing with retraining the brain. Um, so we suggest that you feed it with healthy material. Yes, I'm saying don't watch the movie and don't, you know, play the games or whatever it is. But also put in some new stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, help the plasticity to develop. You know, travel if you want. Learn new things. Um, learn to play an instrument, a language. You know, Duolingo is there. You can, you know, learn something new. Read up things that, you know, normally um, pay attention to. Just bring in new experiences and, and, and add new information into the brain. It's a process of developing your brain muscle, if you want to call it. Yeah. Where you, you, it's like a, it's like Velcro. <laughs> you know, if you have it there, things will stick to it, etc. And the more of these little Velcro pieces that you have in your brain, is is the more things will be relevant and be attached. So that's the idea about information is that the more information you put in is the more relevant things come is the more you can connect pieces together and you'll be surprised then to see how your wisdom if you want to call it that or your knowledge expands because you're exposing to more and more Mm -hmm. so even even to travel to a new area um, and to be observant about what's happening around you could be helpful in terms of developing your brain muscle. The other big one is sleep. Man, mm. And I really come to a deep understanding that sleep could be our next medicine as such. It is. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. It is. <laughs> um, it, 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 it's amazing. The, the data that's coming out now is mm-hmm. so important. Um, you know, good night's rest. Because that's when the brain actually um, dumps stuff that it doesn't want and, you know, sticks up things. And one of the things that remind people is that the brain's job is to answer questions. So if you put questions to the brain and leave it to do its job, don't bother, go and bother it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> your business and leave it. You're going to get answers. I use this all the time. I tell you. You can't find the car key. And you can't use it something. You can't bother about it. You know, let me just sit down and have a glass of water or something. And you know, you're gone. And when you drink your water, you say, oh yes, I forget to leave it in the bathroom. It's just, it happens. Yes. It, or, you, or you meet somebody, can't remember the person's name. Right? And then, of course, they're gone now. And, and the brain 
it's not been bad at about it. Uh, and then it just, it just, ta-da! One of those light bulb moments. Uh-oh, I remember now. <laughs> yes. And right. and if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're anxious, if you're tired, then it, yep. it, it affects your ability to, to think and reason um, clearly. So, <laughs> yes. Leave the brain to Le- Yes, it needs rest. And that's where the sleep comes in. Yep. So the other thing is now tapping again into the neuroscience is spend time um, working with your life changing dozen those twelve things and you can change your list by the way you know? mm-hmm. if, if something is not so relevant adjust it yeah so here are two things that I think suggest you one of them is to come up with words come up with words or phrases that reflect this new you yeah so things like I'm diligent you know so this is somebody who really wants to be serious about doing things that they're supposed to do so you tell yourself I'm diligent I'm a responsible person those kind of things <laughs> um, if unlike Dre you don't get answer well with others you can say to yourself you know I get along well with people. You know, I really, I'm a people person. You can tell yourself those kinds of things because that's where you want to go. All right? Um, or if you have not been as successful as you would like to be, you can say, well, you know, I consistently achieve my objective. So those are some of the self-talk mm-hmm. changes that you will make. You will start to talk to yourself as if this is the reality. So your 10-year reality, you want to talk it into being. You know, you speak in the present tense. Yeah? So we're not talking about, I want to be diligent. Is that I am? But there's an even more powerful one, which is the, what we call the empowering why questions. Bearing in mind that the brain is there, your mind is there to go and find answers. Answers. So I'm suggesting <clears throat> that instead of saying I, why am I, I am diligent, I would suggest that you say why am I so diligent? Why do I get along so well with others? Why do I consistently achieve my objectives? Now hear this now. When you ask the question, please, it's not up to you to answer. Leave the brain alone. And what I say? <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this and they said um, but it's uncomfortable because I know that I'm a slacker <laughs> I know I'm not diligent so when I'm asking why am I so diligent it just sounds fake like you're telling, telling yourself a lie yes mm-hmm. okay but do it <laughs> Let, what is happening in the background is that the brain is go- doesn't want to have conflict internally so it is going to find reasons why you are so diligent. So it's going to start to put things before you that relates to being diligent. And it's going to stop you from doing things um, that are contra- contrary to that. So, for example, one of the things that I <laughs> came up with about a year or so maybe ago for myself is that the moment I say the words, we can't bother. 
immediately. I can't bother. It's the instant to go and do exactly what I'm supposed to do. So I, can't, I don't think for a long time now I've used those words because I know that I have to go and do the action. So that's the kind of thing that we talk about, is that you can actually set up a track where over time you actually get to where you want to go, even though that's not true now. The brain will guide you towards where you want to go. But do not answer the question. Don't bother reflect on it to say, what am I talking about? Why do I consistently achieve my objectives? Well, last time I achieved a goal. No, that's not your role. Put it to the brain. And ideally, do this just before your father sleeps. Relax. You know, um, put off all the cures at work. And with yourself in a right mind. And in that kind of semi sleep, the brain is very receptive to these things. Yes. All right. So the next piece would be to do the detect, but we're not going to have the time tonight. So let me just kind of go back um, and, and we're asking some questions. And <laughs> but the key then is that we're looking at 90 days. I should have mentioned why we're looking at 90 days. Mm-hmm. Yes. The research suggests that you need 63 days for a new habit to form. I find it you know, hard to kind of work out 63, whatever. So I just say three months. Everybody can understand that it's going to get three months. So that's a 90 days. But it's not going to happen before that. This research suggests that like by after 21 days, you can feel comfortable and feel hopeful, but it's not yet embedded. You're going to find that a relapse or whatever it is. So you really want to go for the extra two months to make sure that the thing is firmly embedded so that the muscle memory, if you want to call it, is developed. So that's why the 90 days. And what are we saying? We are saying ground this activity in the face. Yes, because we're dealing with an environment that has spiritual forces that are far more powerful than we are. And I'm just suggesting that we have access to the proper source, the proper spiritual force. Go to God. Go on the thing in faith. Consider fact that it's not easy so it's going to take perseverance it's going to require seriousness um, it's going to require some compelling reason why you really want to happen and I'm suggesting you should look at pain points things that are annoying to you things that not you, upset you things you know that really I want to get you that this habit those are compelling reasons why you want to make it happen. Look for what we call payoffs, um, benefits from the action. You might say, what? <laughs> Let me be gross here. I, you know, you mean I get something from digging boo-boo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. So, have your compass then 
focus on our destination. And one of the things that we have done is give you a basis on which to identify what does this new you look like. And what it is that you're going to do is to do these four sheets where you look at this next 12 months, three to five years, five to 10, and then up 10 plus. We are just look at things that you would like to have manifest in your life, right? Then you go back through now and pick out three from each of the four areas, which gives you 12, and we are saying that that's your magic 12. Focus on those. Then you're gonna describe what that looks like. Put out all sorts of phrases and words that describe this new thing. Imagine it, you know, ruminate, um, we call it daydream on them because that's where you want it. And use the empowering why where you're saying, why am I this charming person who gets along with everybody? You, Trevor? <laughs> no, don't ask yourself that question. Leave the brain to move you gradually towards being that charming person that gets along. Um, away from your cantankerous self that everywhere you go, something wrong with the people. And you are the common factor. So those are some of the things. Any wrap up for me? A question, Dre, and... Uh, Dre, you have anything you want to say before we wrap things up? No, I mean, I just wanted... I just wanted more details, more information on the... the 12... 12 things, the list. Oh, but... But, the t- um, but Trevor, no, he, he, he did explain it. Okay, yeah. You he heard that, Trevor? When he started, it was like, you know, how it reached 12, but then... You understand how it reached 12 now? Yeah. yeah. Right. So you start off with four pieces of paper (coughs) or um, if you have your laptop or your your desktop or your phone, you may have four columns Mm -hmm. and then you're going to just over a period of time. That's what I like about Trevor. I've never said, go do it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) over a period of time you just jot down um, your short term medium term in between term and long term and Dre Dre, 10 years not long you know Dre no Dre no 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 it it, it may seem so but if you write those things down you'll be so surprised you watch the time go and so when when you have made a long list mm-hmm. of um, those goals, dreams, and aspirations, then Trevor says, narrow it down to the most important three in on each or in each category. Yeah. And then that's how you're going to come up with the twelve. Right? I, and, I get and and it. and I get that it. and that is going to be our your master copy man. <laughs> yes, Dre. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. So your template. Template, like yes. Template. Your master copy, your template, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> your go-to, your little manual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's what Dre wanted to find out. I, you know, and it's something that I had emphasized on is that oh, what I've learned 
in my very short years <laughs> on the face of this earth that no matter what your goals, dreams, your vision and your aspiration is, you cannot do it on your own. You have to start off with having faith and spirituality. If it's a religion, that's what you call it, then that's what you need, the foundation. You need faith because you can't do it on your own. You need spiritual faith. Let me be absolutely clear about that. You need spiritual faith. Um, And then you're going to need the help of your accountability. You want to call them accountability Accountability partner, your partner. You're going to need the support. You're going to ha- you need a strong support system. Definitely. Yes, you need a strong support system. Don't ever think that you can do it on your own, whether spiritually or otherwise. It you'll you'll you're you you're bound to be trodden across the um mm. the, the not so green grass. Green grass. <laughs> you're bound to be trodden across the or not so green grass. Or yes. Green grass. Uh, and, and 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 listen. Listen, and I mean listen. I mean listen to um, your inner self. Um, also listen to those um, accountability um, persons. Um, that's why I would say if you're going to attach yourself, your mentors, make sure that is someone that is trustworthy, um, that you can actually that will give you sound suggestions, um, and that you heed to these suggestions, right? And um, you'll be good. You'll be good with um, with Trevor. Um, Trevor is techniques. You give them, you know, Trevor, you give us. You understand? People pay. And I always say to persons who listen to Singles Live, um, don't look at these things as, you know, oh, it's just a talk show. People pay top dollars to get in this information. People pay top dollars to get this information. And so we're saying absorb it and use it because it is well worth it trevor e smith thank you i thank you so much again wonderful work you are doing (laughs) and i thank Uh you for being a part of the excellent team that my divine creator has sent me um, to ensure that Singles Live um, continues to um, divulge um, information that is needed for our growth, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't continue to tramp across the not-so-green grass. So I appreciate you. I thank you. And I am looking forward to having more of these classes. These are not just conversations inside Singles Live. Whenever you hear Trevor E. Smith um comes you know if you're going to school okay people it's not just a conversation but you're going to school so you're going to be walking away with something that is usable um in terms of your everyday living so thank you trevor all right and we will talk soon and be safe Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for the information. And CJ there. <laughs> right, hey, let me tell you something. So the boys are Trevor and Andre. <laughs> and it, you, Dre, need to pay both of them. <laughs> <laughs>
Trevor, take care until right, yeah, um, next fun. month. Yeah, next month we'll do the cleanup. Yes, yes, we will do that. Okay, good. All right. Singles right. live on the Nation School at Cool 97 FM. 90 days to a better you. Three months. Change your thoughts. Yes, then you change your habits, the not so good ones, and you can improve on the good ones. Yes, to make a better you. Cool 97. Radio.